Hello, everybody. Pastor Deborah here. Welcome again to another teaching from the audiobook, The Spiritual Multitudes, volume number three of Agape Love, The Greatest Gift. Yeah, welcome wherever you are to the Garden of Eden on your planet. Yeah, you know there's lots of them, don't you? There are so many planets and galaxies. We're not alone here on Earth. I'm sitting in my living room, naturally. And you know, this is a motion video by Pixabay. And we're recording in Zoom Pro. But you notice I'm fuzzy. And the words, when they come up, might be fuzzy. And my hand could disappear. And all of that is because I do not use a green screen behind me. They are so cumbersome. I don't have a good setup in my little small space. Don't have a wall behind me to use. Tried a big screen professionally. Doesn't work in my spot. Had one attached to a chair. Not big enough. Made one myself, too cumbersome. So please, just bear with me. And this is my second recording today. I have to sit down when the house is quiet and the neighborhood to record to you. So it's so much easier. And I don't waste a lot of time setting up the green screen. So please forgive me and bear with me. If you will, if it's too fuzzy for you, just close your eyes and listen. We're beginning part number 34 of this wonderful book, The Spiritual Multitudes, volume number three. I wrote this years and years ago. I just told somebody in a radio show the other night, God set me at home for two years, one time to do healing. From 30 and 40 years of issues. Another time he said just stay at home. You're in transition. From being Jan to being Pastor Deborah. Two years. So during these times I would study and write and read and print. Study and write and read and print. Look up words and dictionaries and type and read and print. Pray and study some more. And out came so many books. I'm working through them for you. So you can hear wonderful truths spiritually about this God of the Bible and you. And the adversary of agape love and you, Satan. There's a lot to learn. And I still have a lot more to learn and understand. I'm always studying watching movies, writing down things, looking up scriptures, studying words, praying. A lot of nights like last night, I didn't get a lot of sleep. I'm praying for you, nations, issues, Mm -hmm. working, doing ministry. That's right, in the realm of the spirit. So let's get on with part number 34. Mm -hmm. We were in the part of the letter of prayers, petitioning this Lord God of Israel, of King David, for help. 
But let's first begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of those that you have brought here today. No matter where they are from, to be in your garden of Eden. On whatever planet, our planets, it is. Father, you are a God of variety, endless creations. And we know where to go and tell all of creation about you. So, Father, be with us in this part number 34 of the Spiritual Multitude, volume number 3 of agape love, the greatest gift. Help us through your Holy Spirit, our spiritual teacher, to understand you, your heart, your desires, and your prophetic words. Help us to become your children, born out of love and forgiveness, the power of mercy, and the sacrifice of a lamb, Christ Jesus. Help us, Father. We need all the help you can give us so we can learn who we are and who you are. Then what we're to do for you, wherever we are. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. In part number 33, I had been praying for you some wonderful prayers to help you become delivered and free of confusion, bewitchment, out of the darkness of ignorance and its slavery to sin. Now it's your turn to pray yourself to this wonderful heavenly father. See him way up there? His ears are listening for your words. Mm -hmm. So let's hear. I will start you off. You just repeat it either out loud or quietly to yourself. He's looking for your spirit, not your soul, but you, the spirit, the forever person to be praying this. That's why we come to the garden to pray, because that's where your forever person is. Your physical body, who knows where it's at or what condition it's at. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father. Now, that's a different way to start praying. Some of you have been praying, dear God, and other words. This is saying that this God yeah, of the Bible is your heavenly father. That means you are in a relationship as a child. Most gods, maybe ones you have been praying to, don't have children. They just want you to be obedient, sort of almost a slave, if you want any blessings. So let's start. Dear Heavenly Father, I spiritually come to you as your spiritual child. And as you're saying that, if you are not one of his, it will happen right then and there. Birth. So your words are true. Because your heart is seeking to be this heavenly father, this God, this Lord of King David of the Bible to be his child. So you'll get birthed again right there. I come to you as your spiritual child. 
spiritually reborn, rebirthed, recreated as your spiritual child. Through my spiritual belief of my spirit in your spiritual son, Christ Jesus, whom you sent as my spiritual savior. Love is here is a love story, a sacrifice of agape love and a lamb. Here in the Spiritual Multitudes, Volume 3, we're learning about the greatest gift, agape love. I believe spiritually that you sent your son spiritually to redeem me from the spiritual wages of sin, spiritual death, spiritual separation from you and all you have for me and all that you spiritually desire for me to become in you, through you, and with you. I spiritually believe his, Christ Jesus's, spiritual death on a cross was the spiritual price you and he paid for me because of the great spiritual transgressions of a forefather named Adam long, long ago in your garden of Eden because you love me with a love beyond my earthly understanding and more than I even can comprehend now or even begin to fully understand. I come to you, Heavenly Father, the best I know how, as a spiritual representative of my former spiritual forefathers before me. I confess to you, sir, your majesty, that they and I have rebelled spiritually against you, have sinned against you, have spiritually disobeyed you and against others. Myself I've sinned against, my neighbors and all of your creations. I and my forefathers have not loved you with our whole spirit, our whole soul, and physical body, and have not loved our own selves or our neighbors as ourselves, as you have commanded us to do. I and my forefathers have spiritually rebelled against you, disobeyed you, sinned against your royal law of agape love, the law of spirit and life, the law 
of the kingdom of heaven. Father, I spiritually humble myself to you the best I know how. And I now know I must repent. I must turn from my ways of thinking, from these generational sins, these trespasses and iniquities, these sins and rebellious thoughts, behaviors, these acts, which have resulted from my spiritual rebellion, disobedience, treason to your royal law of agape love, the law of spirit and life. Dear Father, these spiritual consequences of my spiritual rebellion, disobedience, sins and iniquity to your spiritual law of royal agape love, the law of spirit and life. These rebellions, disobedience and iniquities, they have so easily trapped me, ensnared me, bewitched me, taken me into bondages and confusion. They've deceived my children, my family, and so entrapped us all that we would spiritually continue rebelling and disobeying, sinning against you and your royal law of agape love, the royal law of the kingdom of heaven, of spirit, of life and light. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to spiritually forgive both my spiritual and earthly forefathers, me and my children, and all in this family, and unto 10,000 generations to come of this family on the earth, on the planet where I live. I humbly ask your mercy and forgiveness through your grace and agape love for all our spiritual rebellion, disobedience, sins, trespasses, iniquities to your royal law of agape love, the law of spirit and life. If you see my head looking down a lot, it's because I'm reading from the book. Going slow so you can repeat. Believe me, Pastor Deborah, myself, me, have also prayed these prayers. For many years, I saw as the Holy Spirit would reveal an iniquity to me. For instance, the story of me, of Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy. Years ago, maybe in, I don't know, my 30s or 40s, I had asked God 
to clean me up of everything that was not of him. I trusted him to show it to me, reveal it to me. Well, he did. One night I was given a test in a university and I was reading the Bible. I was reading, can't even remember the scripture now, about don't believe philosophies of men, vain imagination, traditions. And I go, the Holy Spirit brought to my attention that I had been a believer in Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, and the Easter Bunny. And I had been passing that tradition culture beliefs lies onto my eight-year-old son and I had deceived him lied to him that I was Santa Claus that I was participating in these iniquities and lies I taught him that there was a real Santa Claus a real tooth fairy that when you lost a tooth put it under a pillow, and money would show up because the tooth fairy took it. I was the tooth fairy. I convinced my child that there was an Easter bunny that laid Easter baskets. I convinced him there was a real Santa Claus that come down a chimney, even if you didn't have one. Trained him and educated him to leave milk and cookies, which I ate. And brought the presents. I signed all the presents from Santa. Stuffed the stockings from Santa. And I was Santa. I knew I had done that. Now God brought it to my consciousness. That that was a vain imagination. A tradition of men. A vain philosophy. I was guilty of that iniquity and that sin. I asked God to forgive me. And he did. And to take it out of my soul. To wash it away. And he did. And he told me I must go to my son. Get on my knees and ask his forgiveness. For lying to him. Deceiving him. Tricking him. Causing him to believe. In Santa Claus. The Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy. When they were all lies. Do you know how that makes you feel. When you have to humble yourself. On your knees. Before somebody else. And ask their forgiveness. For something you did. Well I did it. And my son said that's okay. Now my son. Is still. Doing that. But he has not sought God's. Cleansing like I did. So once. When you desire to be clean. Free of. No longer. Teaching. Propagating vain ideas, culture, traditions, lies, and bringing confusion to anybody else. God will reveal to you what you're doing. And that's what you're praying to him right here to help you. You're asking forgiveness from doing those things. You're asking for his grace. And that God be loved to forgive you for all your rebellion, your disobedience, even though it was done in ignorance, sort of speaking. Did I know I was doing it? Yeah, my parents did it to me. The world 
did it. The stores, the market, the television shows, all did it. The Christmas season couldn't begin till Santa Claus came on the last float of the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Day Parade. Then the Christmas season was open. We don't even have the right dates for when Christ Jesus was born, which is what Christmas is about, the birth of a Savior. But it became commercialized, candy, stocking, Santa. You know where Santa Claus came from? Out of Germany. Mm -hmm. The Christmas tree out of Germany. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I was participating in it, but I got free of that. Christmas was never the same again in our household. And my son, he's continued on, not because of me. But that tradition is so powerful among the churches, among the society, in the stores, and in families. So let's continue with our prayers for forgiveness. For all our spiritual rebellion, disobedience, sins, trespasses, iniquities to your royal law of agape love, the law of spirit and life, for spiritually forsaking you, you, my spiritual savior. You see, I forsook him when I promoted Santa Claus, the tooth fairy. And the Easter Bunny, I was promoting lies, confusion, bewitchment. Mm -hmm. And yet I had been saved and believed in Christ Jesus since I was three or four. It can happen to any of us. You, my spiritual Savior, my Heavenly Father, my Lord, the Almighty God, the God of the Holy Bible. And spiritually bringing you, Father, great shame and dishonor, hurt, pain, and sadness. And to others, because of my spiritually rejecting, neglecting you, and not loving others with and by your royal law of agape love religion was not able to teach these messages religion is part of culture the earthly world it could get me born again but that was about it and that's where i stayed for most of my adult life Mm -hmm. till a powerful revival came called the Brownsville Revival in 1995 to about 2000, 2005. I got in this presence of God. I have it on the website and the YouTube channel. Night after night, waves of the glory and light of God. And that's what helped me to free myself of Santa Claus and that belief. Father, I have spiritually learned that your Ten Commandments show me your testimony of yourself and how you desire to spiritually demonstrate your agape love towards you 
and towards others. Yes, study the Ten Commandments. That was my first revelation. The first five are about how you love God. The second five are how you love others. Very simple. And that was my first revelations when I became awakened by the presence of God flowing into me, opening me up to light and truth. Dear Heavenly Father, your agape love and the second five commandments revealed to me how and what agape love is towards others spiritually if you'd learn it spiritually you transform your soul from what it is an evil wicked thing to be the true helpmate of the spirit you will learn how to love others dear heavenly father help me to now spiritually Understand that when I do not obey these testimonies, your Ten Commandments of you and your thoughts and desires about agape love towards you and towards others, I am spiritually rebelling, disobeying, breaking your wonderful royal law. Of agape love. And I have become a lawless. Rebellious. Spiritual heart. And mind. A forever person. And have broken. Our sweet. Precious. Intimate. Spiritual relationship. As father and child. And I will suffer. The righteous judgments. Of the royal law. Of agape love. Of agape love. And I will become spiritually separated. From not only you. But from my neighbors. How that works. It's in your thoughts. It's your concepts. Your ideas of your soul. And spiritually you can be taken. Into darkness. Separation. You can't hear God's voice. You can't. Feel his presence. You can feel the other guy. Because you're in his kingdom now of darkness. And there are many evil, wicked spiritual beings. Both human and unhuman in that realm. And you'll be separated into it. And you'll be talking, praying, but it's all soul work. God doesn't hear your soul. He only hears your spirit. And you will learn that you have broken this relationship. Walked away from him. Said, I don't want anything to do with you. Don't tell me what to do. And you will learn. I have become a lawless, rebellious, spiritual heart. Forever person. And have broken our sweet, precious, father-child, intimate relationship. And will suffer the righteous judgment of separation from you and from others. And I will not be in a righteous 
legal standing with the royal law of agape love of the kingdom of heaven. Become a traitor, Mm -hmm. an adulterer, a prodigal. You might still be born again, but you can't hear him. You've gone your own way, the ways of the world, Mm -hmm. the ways of sin. You've been lured away. I was. My parents lured me away with the teachings of Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy. Did I know that as a child? No. Now out there in education, they're trying to lure the children away. That is standard operational procedures. Get the children. They're the next generation coming up. Train them. Bewitch them. Teach them what you want them to know, not what the Lord God of agape love wants. Yep, that's me. I I was there. Yeah. I was an innocent child who was shaped and formed by family, culture, tradition, educational system in my soul. And I was going to religious denominations that had no power, spoke nothing of the kingdom or nothing of the father. So I was a baby, probably an infant spiritually. And my soul, my mind, that's connected to my physical body, it was totally deceived, bewitched, under spells of confusion, living in darkness. I didn't even know it. Please, Father, forgive me and all my forefathers for spiritually betraying you, neglecting you, and abandoning you, and not following, not adhering to, not loving, not even desiring to obey your royal law of agape love, the Ten Commandments. Forgive me, Father, and my forefathers for spiritually believing that you and your ways, your words of spirit and and life, light and truth and agape love that gives spiritual life were not enough for me and thus leading me to not Believe you and your words in any manner. There's no place in the Bible that talks about Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, or the Tooth Fairy. There's other gods and goddesses. Did you know Easter is from the goddess Astarte? Mm -hmm. Santa Claus came out of Germany. A man who would ride a sleigh and give gifts. It replaces the gift of Christ Jesus. The tooth fairy gets you believing in things that are sweet and pleasant and will give you money. Some people believe in brownies. Forces. Ancestors. Everything but God himself. I just heard a man. Talk about how he feels his 
mother who has been passed away for about 20, 25 years is with him now, helping him because she helped her, his brother to be where he is. Now she's with him, helping him. That's not God. When you say your dead mother, you you are hearing from something and it sounds like your mama and you are so spiritually and emotionally needy for her. You've not been healed that you want her in your life. Well, she's there. It is an evil, wicked spirit of Satan speaking to you, loving you. You might even sense her in your wife. Mm-hmm. And she is probably in there, but it's not your mama. But people are so needy for those who have died to be, still be in our life. They're unhealed. They're not connected to the great heavenly father yet. So this young man was just said, he feels his mama is still with him now. And she's helping him. And she he can feel her presence right there on national TV. Mm-hmm. A dead ancestor has come back to help him in his life. He is turned from the ways of God. He grew up in church. With the heavenly father. But he's so needy now. So unloved. So missing his mama. That he has turned spiritually. And something. Is taking her place. And he doesn't even know it. I think he might. He does a lot of yoga. Meditation. His wife will hold crystals up to her head. So the door has been opened. We're going to have to pray for him. So let's continue on with our prayer here. Oh, Heavenly Father, please forgive us for not truly believing you and your words of spirit and life. But instead doubted you, did not fear respect honor or reverence you for for spiritually following man and the things of the world and believe the words of man's religions instead of your words of the kingdom of heaven. That young man that said that about his mama, he's not here yet. He's not at this place. The revelation has not yet come. Healing has not yet happened, even in his spirit. He may not even be born again yet, but you could be, but you've been drawn astray. You're a baby spiritually. Mm -hmm. And other things are filling your need spiritually. That God desires to be your heavenly father. Forgive me. And us for spiritually leaving your spiritual path of righteousness, holiness, and going our own spiritually perverse and crooked way 
of spiritual wickedness. Forgive us for not spiritually desiring a deep spiritual, intimate relationship with you and your words of agape love, words of spirit and life. And therefore, spiritually choosing to spend no time with you or to fellowship with you daily. This young man, he is lost. He is on a different path. Please be in prayer for him. Most of you have heard him. You kind of know about him. We need to help him. His soul is hurting. His spirit is lost. Now he's in connection with his dead mother. And he hears her and feels her. And it believes it's her helping him. Mm -hmm. Something else has taken the place of the heavenly father in his life. I now spiritually know I have brought great sorrow and sadness and pain to you. I didn't know how much you wanted to have a deep and intimate spiritual relationship with me, the forever person. I was spiritually ignorant and I just was not really interested in you. Please spiritually cleanse me and this spiritual family now and for 10,000 generations to come of all of our spiritual wickedness and evil ways in your sight, in your eyes, and for us not to spiritually want to even see ourselves and our lives through your loving spiritual eyes of truth and light and agape love. We need help to see our condition spiritually. Our soul can get little light into it, enough to confess we need help. And that opens a little doorway to our spirit. But a lot of times, Pastor Deborah does just work with the spirit. That young man, I will be in prayer for. And I hope you will too. Because what he's passing on to his children are open doors and to a world they know nothing about. It is said that a young man who could have wise counselors, both in the spirit and the natural, only has a dead mother helping him. Not even his wife. Mm -mm. Not even friends or family, but only his dead mother. He has unresolved issues. He is not healed from her death. He is a lonely spiritual person and in his soul. He really knows nothing of life except hurt and pain, control, 
sadness, full of jealousy. He doesn't know what he's to do in life, where he's to go, how he's to manage. He's a hurting young man. I've talked to him once, twice in the spirit. He needs our prayers. He's lost and he's off in the darkness with other things. So right now I'm going to do something to help him. Father, in the name of Christ Jesus of Nazareth, whatever voice is speaking to this young man as his mother, bind it up, forbid it to come to him, to speak to him, to guide him and lead him. Father, let your light come to him in dreams and visions. Father, help him. Bring him into your presence spiritually. Bind up the enemy of you working in this young man's life. His soul needs healing. His spirit needs to be free. Father, bind up according to Matthew 18. Everything that's interfering with you. Reaching him in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, I expect God to be at work. So he tells me he can't move without somebody here on earth giving him permission. If I bind something up, he tells me in Matthew 18 and 18, he will bind it up in heaven. That means the spirit realm. He desires to reach that young man. So now he can go to work in any way he chooses through whoever he chooses. So you be in prayer for people you know, like this young man who hears from his dead ancestor, who's been hurt and wounded and is not healed yet. And he's trying, but he's not seeking. Mm-hmm. So you have you pray. You teach them if you have a chance, if you are entered in. I don't even have to have a relationship with him to pray for him. To be free, to be healed, to come to know the heavenly father as his father, to be in love with agape love and the words of spirit and life. I am praying the words of Isaiah 61 and 62 to God because he says he only watches over his words. And he's about his words business. He said, I sent them. He sent Isaiah 61 and 62 into the world. And he said, they will not come back to me void. So pray that. Pray a healing for this young man. Pray for others that you know that have not yet found their way to the light. Pray. Don't you quit praying. Petition. Seek God to help them. That's your job. That's the law of agape love. To love others. I've got free. My job is to help others get free. Be about the work of the Father. And that's what we're learning in this volume three of the spiritual multitudes that we all get in a mess and we all need insight, revelations to know we are in a mess and we need his help. And then our hearts have to be open to being free and clean. Just like my story of Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy. Mm -hmm. And he may ask you to go to family members, get on your knees and ask their forgiveness for lying to them, lying about them. 
bringing bewitchment and confusion into their life. Each person is different. But let the God of the great I am, the God of King David, the God of this prayer, the God of agape love, lead you and guide you. And if you desire to be his child today, it's done. If you desire to be free and have a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision out of your body. So you can freely drink and eat of his words. It's done. If you desire Isaiah 61 and 68 to be fulfilled in your life, claim it. Say, fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in my life, Lord. Be about your work. Let your words come into me and fulfill they desired work that you sent them to do. It's done. It might take a while. Many, many times you're going to mess up. But be about this. Be seeking healing, truth, knowledge. It's okay to accept you messed up. You got off the path. I don't blame religion. That's religion's job. I don't blame my parents for teaching me about Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy. They didn't know. They didn't have the revelations. But when I wanted to be clean, and I didn't want anything in me that was not of God, that began the process. And so you have to get there too. So hopefully through this book, this audio book, The Spiritual Multitudes, Volume 3, Agape Love, The Greatest Gift in These Prayers, you too can get there and be free of darkness and ignorance and lies and bewitchment and be cleansed and healed. So you be about this work for you and others. And I'll see you again next time. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all those that you have brought today from all over the galaxies into your presence, into your delight in your garden of Eden. Father, thank you for these words, these prayers, these examples that we may understand ourselves and you. Help us to have a love of your word, a love of your law. And to find this agape love, to live by it, to serve it to others, so they too can find you and the kingdom. Father, help us in every way you can, through your Holy Spirit, through dreams and vision. Father, be about your work of Isaiah 61 and 62. And we thank you for all you're doing for all of us. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right. Next time, see you in another episode of the audiobook, The Spiritual Multitudes, volume number three, Agape Love, The Greatest Gift. Bye.